You ready? Let's read it. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. Amen. You know, we're talking about uh, seeds for needs. That's the series. And we are, uh, you know, we've been on different aspects of what it means to be, uh, to be a seed. We are, we are seeded. We are, we are a seed. We, are, we receive seeds. We sow seeds. We reap and harvest seeds. We also cultivate seeds. Amen. But seeds are important. Uh, you know, we wouldn't eat, you know, as lavishly as we do without seeds. Amen. And it's an illustration in the scripture about the kingdom, the makeup, the, uh, the, uh, the engineering of the kingdom is akin to uh, this imagery that's laid out in scripture about uh, the ground, you know, the soil. Uh, the fruitfulness of the soil, and what attacks can happen in the spirit to the seeds that God wants to plant in you and I so that we can flourish, so that we, we can become beautiful, more beautiful on the, on the inside than we can possibly ever be on the outside because these bodies of ours are in deterioration mode. Amen? At every living day, we lose a little something, amen, uh, once we reach a certain age of maturity. But, but the bottom line is that, that God wants us to invest in the right thing, to invest, to seed, to sow the right thing at the right time in the right soil uh, for optimum fruitfulness and productivity, amen. Uh, so, so God wants us to prosper because Seeds are about increase, right? Can I get a witness? They are about increase. So, so God said, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly, praise God. So this abundant life that he wants to fulfill through us and in us and around us, it, it's, it's all about the seed. Amen, somebody. And uh, we're not an agricultural, ag agricultural culture any longer. So a lot of us are not familiar with what it takes to grow something. Some of us will admit that we have green thumbs. Others of us would say, no, I kill stuff. <laughs> it dies when I touch it. Amen? Because I, I, I don't have the right formula, cultivation formula. Sunlight, moisture, soil, you know, fertilizer, you know, whatever it takes. I, you know, I, I, I'm not consistent in, in making the seed grow and keeping the foliage or the tree or uh, the flower or the fruit alive. But, uh, but we can't be like that in our spiritual lives. We got to learn how to cultivate the seed. Amen. So it might germinate and grow and sprout and, and take root and, 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 and grow, praise God, and have a lasting impact, praise God. God's trying to use us to beautify some stuff. Amen? To beautify the planet with new seeds and new growth, and new foliage and new fruit, praise God. And he wants us to get rid of the pollutants. You know, uh, I, recently my, my wife explored some stuff about 
you know, adding these big plants in our home, you know, and, uh, and, and, and sure enough, soon as she added a couple of them, three or two or three of them in our bedroom, we stopped having allergy issues. Amen? You know, that's, that's something for y'all. <laughs> big, big peace, big peace lilies, and she can tell you the other kind of plants, but I can't name, the, name them, but just big plants, and these plants began to eliminate the pollutants in the environment. Amen? We're made and created to be in concert and in community with the, that which is green. And that which is, which is green brings health and healing and purity. It gets rid of contaminants and pollutants, the stuff that's jacking up our sinuses. <laughs> Amen? All of that kind of stuff. So, so here, here I am experiencing a, a new level of uh, fresh air in my own home by, create, by putting more plants in, in the home. Amen? So God wants us to become flourishing fruit and, and, and foliage uh, that represent the kingdom so that we can get rid of the contaminants and the pollutants in the world. Amen? So, so that we can get rid of the stuff that's jacking the world up, that's giving the world a cold, that's giving the world the flu, that's giving the world sinus issues, that's giving the world, you know, agitation, irritation, frustration. We are the healers. Amen? We're to be the healers of the planet. Amen. We're to infiltrate and saturate the planet with God's word, will, and ways, praise God. And in doing so, we bring healing and health. Amen. So, so God wants us to, he said it this way, I want you to let your light shine. Amen. And to use this imagery, I want you to sow some seeds. Amen. I want you to become the seed. I, I want you to make a difference, praise God. But if you know anything about, about, about planting and harvesting, there is this space between planting and harvesting that's called time. Amen? It's a space between planting and harvesting. It's called time. Amen, somebody. You don't just plant a seed and bam. Next day, you know, you plant the seed, go to sleep. 72 hours later, it's up. You know, they, they, they don't happen like that. Amen, somebody. Some of us want everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. We want to expedite everything. We want God to act on our timetable. We want things to happen, conditions to be conducive for immediate satisfaction and fulfillment. And, you know, and then the movies, they, 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 they jack us up. You know, at least they're starting to do things in series now, you know, multiple shows, and they connect, and they got a series, and, and it doesn't give us the impression that every, every problem is solved in one hour or a half hour. That's not the case. You know, that, that's in the movies. That's, that's in television shows. In life, issues aren't dealt with overnight. You know, increase doesn't happen overnight. Amen? There's this space in between called time. And God wants us to develop this patience, this ability to wait. Let's use a different word, to anticipate. Amen? Not just wait, to anticipate that what God says will be will come to pass. And, and, and if God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass, praise God. So, so, so do we believe God where we can have stick to itness, uh, an ability to stay in there in the midst of this interim of time? Yeah. Amen? Amen? Time is, 
is always going to happen. You know, we want ideal conditions. We want, we want to grow and produce and harvest and, and have the reward and have the promotion and have, have this access immediately. But things, life doesn't happen like that. God wants us to have the right spirit in the time of waiting. It takes time to harvest. Things don't happen overnight. Things don't mature overnight. Things don't grow overnight. Things aren't produced overnight. Th- th- problems aren't, aren't, aren't solved overnight in some instances. But we, that's what we want in some instances, for things to just go away. And then we get angry, upset, frustrated, agitated, irritated, and disappointed if things don't happen the way we think they ought to happen. You know? If I don't have this by a certain point in my life, other people have this at, at this point in their life. Why don't I have that in my point at this point in life? So we compare and contrast. And, and, and God grows seeds at different, you know, different stages. Every ear of corn doesn't, uh, doesn't come from the fruition. Everything on the vine doesn't, doesn't ripen at the same time. Amen. Everything doesn't ripen at the same time. Why do you think life going to produce for you at the, at, at the same time it does for everybody else? Amen. Life isn't like that. You know, sometimes we have a late bloomer. Amen. Uh, you know, in this scripture about uh, waiting, it says, until it receives the early and the latter rains. In other words, sometimes the, the, the rain will come early, which will, which will produce a fruit faster. Sometimes well, it, it, the latter rain comes, and then the produce then it's producing on the, on, the, on, the, on the back end as opposed to in the front end. Amen? But the bottom line is we're waiting and we're believing God for the rain. Amen? Amen? And are we watering, are we cultivating, are we nurturing what God has given us to nurture? Right. One of the things that has to happen in the, in the spiritual walk is consistency. You know, some of us wonder, why my prayer is not answered? Why, you know, why, you know, God said he's going to meet all my needs according to his riches and glory, and I'm still waiting. Well, are you showing consistency in exercising holy habits? You know, are you consistent in prayer? Are you consistent in worship? Are you consistent in, in, uh, in uh, <laughs> studying the word of God? Amen. Not just, not just getting your devotion or scripture out of context, but reading scripture in context, studying and spending time in the word. Amen. It gives us power to stick to it when we stay in the word. Because we'll get more affirmation, we'll get more confirmation, we'll get more declarations and, you know, pronouncements and, 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 and even prophetic insight into which way God is leading and guiding if we stay in the word. Are you willing to get into the word that's the question, because the word sets you free. The word is the seed. Amen? And, and one of the parables that I haven't gotten into yet is how the seed can fall on different kinds of soil. And what it means, what the parable means is the receptiveness of the heart, the receptiveness of the mind, the, the receptiveness of the intellect, the, intellect the, the receptiveness of us, whether we receive the word. But, 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 but if you're not even reading and studying the word, how are you going to receive it? Amen? So spending time in the Word is important. Isaiah 65, 18 and 24, it says, But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy. Amen? And her people 
to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days for the young men the young man shall die a hundred years old and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed amen what is this scripture saying Scripture saying, look, I, I, I'm, I'm starting something new. I'm, I'm generating something new. I got a new purpose, a new plan. I want to bring you joy. I want to bring you peace. I want to bring you gladness. I want you to overcome weeping. Amen. I don't want you no more for, for infants to die early. I want older men to live to a ripe old age and women. I want young men to see many years. I want sinners, you know, to, 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 to be treated, uh, to, to experience some things, but also to be accountable for their sins. I want to build houses, want you to build houses, and you to be able to inhabit them. In other words, get your house and keep your house. Not foreclosure. Amen. I, I want you to be able to plant food and eat it. In other words, I want what you put your hand to to prosper and to be blessed and to increase. Amen. I, 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 I want these days to be real productive. and I, I want fruit, in other words, in your life. Amen. I want you to enjoy this long life. I, they, they, you don't have to labor in vain. You, you don't have to bear children for calamity, for they shall be the offspring of the, of the blessing of the Lord and their descendants with them. In verse 24, before they call, I will answer. Now, that's powerful. Before you call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. That's how powerful God is. But, but if you're not reading and searching the scripture, you won't get these kinds of affirmations. You won't get things that add to your spirit confidence and confirmation. I mean, the word replenishes, it refuses, it rebuilds, it refurbishes, it, it renews, it refreshes. Amen, somebody. That's what the word does for your spirit. So if I'm not searching the scripture, if I'm not reading and studying the word, my spirit is not being refreshed. Amen. And then you wonder why you can't wait. Why you got a bad attitude. Why you so nasty and mean-spirited and negative and, and cynical. Have mercy, Lord. You know, why, 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 why can't I envision victory? Amen. See, see when, when, when God is in you, you envision something. He gives you a vision. Amen, somebody. And the vision is something that's not yet, but it's on the way. Amen. And too many of us have thrown in the towel in the envisioning stages of our lives. When God is trying to give us a fresh vision, when God is trying to give us new vision, when God is trying to recreate and redirect, amen, when God is trying to send us this way and that way, we're too often, we throw in the towel on the vision that God gives, amen? And he wants to declare to us, and he wants us to believe in his word. The word says, if I'm in him. Now, the key is, if I'm in him. Am I been, have I been born again? Have I been filled with the Spirit? Am I infilled by the Spirit of God? Have I connected and committed to Christ? Have I given him my all? Have I said, listen, listen for Christ I live, for Christ I die. 
Hey, man, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm the ride or die, dude, with, with, with Jesus. I'm riding with him all the way. I'm not going to be sporadic or iffy or sometimey in my commitment to him. I'm consistent in connecting and believing and responding to him, praise God. And as a result, you know, that's the right way to wait. Instead of waiting, it becomes anticipation. Amen? Anticipating what's next in this beautiful journey that Christ has taken me on. Amen? You know, uh, there have been times in my life in ministry where I really had to wait. Amen, somebody? I mean, I had to wait. You know, you know, much as I would like to, you can't force a church to grow. Amen, somebody. I would love to see all those seats over there filled. You know? But I can't make that happen. I got to wait on the Lord. Amen, somebody. See, the Lord, you know, in your timing, in, in your proper time, you know, you allowed us. I'm just thankful you allow us to build the seats. Amen. They're there. They're ready. <laughs> Amen, somebody. And, and, and I, believe, I, I believe and I anticipate the increase. But I'm waiting right now. I'm waiting on God to do what he does. And, and as more time progresses, I get insight into what he's doing. Amen. He's building people. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's allowing the right people to spring up and take leadership. He's allowing an investment, involvement, and ownership, amen, to take place. He's allowing people to be trained and trained up and ready, praise God, ready to go and being discipled and being disciplers, praise God. I know what he's doing. You know, he's, he's ready in our hearts and minds to have a heart for children and young families. He's ready in our hearts and mind, minds to be ready to receive folk who may even be a little different from us. Amen, somebody. So God, God has a way of managing the time if we have a spirit of anticipation, belief and hope and trust in God, that God, in due season, in due time, you will bring the increase. So what do I do? I just keep watering. I, 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 I keep planting. I keep sowing. I keep doing my due diligence. I, I, I try to, we, we try to stay consistent in what we do, praise God. So, so God says, bring me what you have. Bring me that, those five loaves and those fish and I'll multiply them for you. Bring me what you have. Place it on the table. Place it on the altar, praise God. And just wait on the Lord and watch him work. Can you imagine Noah? Noah saying, okay, God saying, well, you know, rain is coming. Decades pass. More decades pass. Decades pass. And he's building this ark and folk being, rid being ridiculed and talked about, persecuted. And, you know, folk think he's insane for building the ark. But he continues to build. And he continues to anticipate that God's promise, God's directive, what God had to say is coming to fruition. I'm believing on God no matter what the naysayers say, what, no matter what the negativity is. I don't care what people might think or what they might say. I'm sticking to the course that God has given me. And as a result, guess what? In that day of calamity, he's ready to enter the, the ark along with his family and along with these other animals and, and ready for recreation to take place and to be an instrument for the recreating of society, recreating of the world, or recreating of the entire planet. Amen? But he had to wait. He had to wait in anticipation. While he was waiting, he was working. While he was waiting, he was working. While he was waiting, he was working. Some of us waiting and just having a pity party. Amen, somebody. Well, it's so bad what I'm going through right now. It's so difficult. It's so stressful. I, I'm, and, and so we're so into ourselves and, and obsessed 
with our own issues, that, that obsessing about our own issues until we're no longer productive or fruitful in the, in the current stage we're in. Sometimes we can do our best work when we're lacking. Sometimes we can do our, our best work when we're hurting, when we're wounded healers. I said this morning, I said, Lord, I was crying out to the Lord. I said, Lord, you know I'm just a wounded healer. Amen, somebody. Amen. In other words, I, I don't have it all together, but, but I'm going to be in, invested and involved in the healing process of others while I'm still getting my healing, while I'm still waiting on my help, while I'm still waiting on my increase, while I'm still waiting on my dream. I got a dream. Amen. I got a vision. I'm, I'm still waiting for some things to come to fruition, but I can't be so myopic not to be invested invest in your dream, not to invest in your opportunities, not to invest in your challenges, not to pray for you, not to believe God for you, praise God, not to sow seeds in your life. I don't just want fruits and foliage and trees and all this lovely stuff, you know, to be harvested for my own benefits. Praise God, I got to be concerned about the harvest of others. Lord, your folk need a harvest as well, praise God. It's not just about me, it's about them. It's not just about me, myself, and I. It's about the people, God, that their visions and hopes and dreams come into fruition as well. We have to believe God for the best, not just for ourselves, but for others. Are you cheering anybody else on? Are you encouraging anybody else? Are you blessing anybody else? Are you investing in anybody else? Are you sowing seed in the soil of somebody else's needs before you get your needs met? Amen? Because sowing is a principle. Amen? And the key to having a, a, a harvest is understanding what soil to sow in. Amen? I can't understand how folk could, could, could underestimate the soil of the kingdom of God. How can you not sow in a soil that can be so fruitful? Amen? So worship. I ain't talking about any kind of worship, but you know, you know coming in, come in church, and your hands all behind your back, and hands in your pocket. You know, I'm talking about investing in the body language of worship. Thank you, Jesus. You know, opening yourself up to lift up God, to worship Him in spirit and in truth, praise God. God wants to use you, so are you willing to make the investment? Are you willing to sow the seed of worship? Not just worship on Sunday, but worship every day of your life, praise God. Setting the tone, setting the atmosphere, you know, building uh, the, the worship and praise repertoire, the music, you know, and all of that needed to set the tone and the atmosphere so you can come into the presence of God with thanksgiving, praise God. You can tell who's been worshiping during the week and who, who, who exercising this as a sometime event and exercise. Amen? See, see, see if you've been worshiping through the week, you, you, you just like, this is the culmination of my worship. Amen, somebody. This, this is the catalyst. This, this, is, this is a build-up, praise God. And, and, and what's going to happen in this place is that I'm going to explode to the glory of God because I'm praising God, magnifying God, lifting God, thanking God with energy, with enthusiasm, with passion, praise God. So an investment in worship is important. Also, an investment in speaking the word. Do you pray the word? Do you pray the word? Do you know enough word to pray the word? Amen, somebody. Or do you need to do your due diligence now? Get into the word so I can know how to pray the word and pray the promises of God on my life and on the lives of others. 
Isaiah 55, 10 says, For as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. Word that goes out from your mouth. Word says it will not return empty. Amen. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. He said when you do this right, the atmosphere around you will shift and change. You know, the, 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 the trees and the foliage in your, in your presence will become worshipers as well. He said, he said look, the, the trees and the fields shall clap their hands. Now, how they going to clap their hands and you ain't clapping yours? Amen. How they going to praise? You ain't praising. You ain't worshiping. You ain't magnifying God. God says, worship me and, and, and a concert can happen. A concert of the inanimate, praise God. It will, will happen. Well, God will use you. And he says, look, speak forth my words. Speak forth my words. Speak forth my words. And guess what? It shall be accomplished. It shall come to pass. Declare a word. Declare a promise. Stand on the promises of God. Amen, somebody. 1 Corinthians 9 and 10. Does he not certainly uh, speak for our sake? It is written for our sake because the plowman should plow and hope and thresher thresh and hope of sharing in the crop. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? Amen. Listen, listen what God is saying uh, through, 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 through the Apostle Paul. He's saying, look, we've sown spiritual stuff and as a result, there's some, there's some, there's some material manifestations that's going to happen as a result of sowing something spiritual. Amen. See, waiting is just to incubate, you know, to birth something powerful and special. Amen. It's like hydroponics, you know, being able to, to put together a, a, a greenhouse, if you will. You know, this site was once a, once a plant nursery. We, you know, we built on a plant nursery and we, we raised up uh, greenhouses, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, raised up this land. But this saw, this saw was fertile. Amen, somebody. When we came out here, everything was bigger. The bugs was bigger. The bees was bigger. The hornets were bigger. I'm saying, I saw a hornet look like it was like this big. I said, how, how things get bigger on this site? Amen, because it's fertile. Amen, it's fertile soil. See, 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 when you create the environment, when you create the spiritual greenhouse, the spiritual nursery, amen, when you create the climate needed, the atmosphere needed for the soil, the seeds of God to grow, praise God, there's some powerful things that happen. It changes the atmosphere. It changes the environment, praise God. It grows things bigger, praise God. When we put our lives on the altar, when we build an altar, have you ever built an altar? Amen. I remember coming out of, out of seminary, I was so excited to, uh, to you know, start, start my first full-time pastor. You know, I was, I was part-time when I was in seminary, and I pastored like a hundred and some miles uh, away. And we used to commute uh, to, to the church from Atlanta to Marshallville, Georgia, 
for two years, uh, pastor at the rural church, and then went to Bessemer, Alabama. And uh, again, first full-time church. Uh, there was a parsonage, a home across the street from the church. Amen. And it was an old, you know, historic church, Greater St. Paul. <laughs> and I was in that church, and I said, you know something? I need an altar. I said, I need an altar. So I went to the woodwork person and said, build me, build me an altar. Build me an altar. Build me a, a kneel. Or give me something I can kneel down on and, you know, just pray and commit a section, consecrate a section of my home. You know, this new work I was involved in, you know, and, uh, and so I just, so they built me an altar. Amen. Put a cross on it. Cross in the wood, wood cross, nice woodwork and everything. I didn't have much money, but I'm like, look, I got to build an altar. It's because I saw that in scripture. Amen. Now, you don't have to build a literal altar, but you need to build a figurative altar. Amen. This is a place where you go where you've consecrated it to glorify, to magnify, to praise God, to pray, to lift up God. Is there a place in your home that's your altar? This is that spot. This is, this is my secret closet. This is the place I go to commune before God. This is the way, place I go to conversate and communicate with God. This is the place I go to have a little talk with Jesus, tell him all about my troubles. Amen, somebody. Give him a little praise and, and, and glory and honor. Praise God. Put things in perspective. Help him renew my mind, my heart, my soul, my energy. Praise God. So I can start afresh on the new mercies that are granted me to me each and every day. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so you got to make sure that you create these saws that you can plant in. This is a saw for worship. There's a saw for pray, pray, prayer. There's a saw to magnify God. So we got to build these spiritual greenhouses. Amen? Utilizing the stuff that God gives us to cultivate the house. I can speak it. I can pray it. Amen? I can use my spiritual prayer language to pray and praise. Amen, somebody? I, I, can, I can plant in good soil. One place that's always fertile is the soil of the kingdom, the soil of the church. Amen. This is a soil that you plant in. You plant your worship. You plant your gifts, your tithes, and your offerings, praise God. You plant in this place, and, and, and you believe God for his word coming to fruition. We together together, and we, we agree for one another. When you touch one another and you agree, that, that's, that's a collective sigh, a collective cry, a collective appeal that his prayers be answered and my prayers be answered and the one next to that, their prayers be heard and answered, that the appeals be responded to, that the ability to, to wait and anticipate be achieved in them, praise God, so that God's words would come to fruition in their lives. Amen, somebody. I'm almost finished for the day. Amen. Running out of time. Mark 11, 22. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that he, what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Amen, somebody. I'm talking about sowing in belief, sowing faith, sowing a mustard seed type faith, praise God. Believe God to sow in the good soil to bring to fruition what he wants to bring. See, the word, you got to put it together. 
Amen. You got to assimilate it. You got you to study it. You, you know, if you notice what I did today, this outline that you have, it's me putting the word together. You understand? You got to learn how to put the word together for yourself. Now, I do it for you in many instances. I put certain scriptures together to show you their connectivity, to show you, you know, how they cross-reference, how they support and prop one another up, how they build on certain thoughts and themes. So the word is built precept upon precept, line by line. Amen. That's why it's important to study the word. Amen. Because then I assimilate it. Then I'm able to put it together through the power of the Spirit of Almighty God. And when I'm able to put the word together, now I string together something that's more powerful than this, that one text. Lord, you said this, and you said it again there, and you said it again there, and you said it again this way there. You added to it on, in this text, and then it came together, and then when it comes together, God honors the connectivity, us putting the puzzle together. And then he says, I can bless you. Amen. I can honor what your request. I can build on what you're building. I can bless what you want blessed. I can go with you on the road and on the journey, and I will never leave you or forsake you on the journey, but come into the, my word. Let my word speak to you. Let my word be planted in your heart. Let my word saturate your soul. Let my word come into your mind. Let my word enter your thoughts. Let my word engage you into actions and activity, praise God, that pleases and honors me. Let my word be like, 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 like seed and good soil in your soul, praise God, to germinate, to be cultivated, to be magnified, and to bless not just you, but to bless others. Amen, somebody. That's what the word does. But those who were sown on the good soil are the ones who hear the word, Mark 420, accept it, and bear fruit, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. So, 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 so here God is saying, you know, here we are seeing all this dead stuff. I told you the other day about how we spend so much time on engaging, you know, energy, effort, and acquisition of stuff that is dead. These clothes that I got on, dead. Put them in the ground, nothing come up. Amen something. They just get dirty. You know, the car you drive, bury it. See what comes up. Amen. It just gets rusty. Amen. Every, it, all the things that we think are so important, they're not alive. Amen. But what God wants to birth in us is the ability to bring people to life. Did you know that men and women that don't know Christ, that they are dead men walking? They're, they're, my, they're, they're tantamount to being zombies. They're really not alive. They look alive, but they're not alive if they're not in Christ. That's like God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you know, you know, look at these bones, these dry bones in this valley. And he asked the question, can these bones live? Jeremiah said, well, you know, Lord. You, 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 I'm sorry, Ezekiel. He said, you know, you know, you know if these bones can live. You know if these bones can live. He said, and, and then he went on to show a miracle how the flesh came alive on these dead bodies. How some and flesh and ligaments and muscle began to be added to. And now he blows the breath of life into the midst of people, a valley of dead bones. Who's to say that God can't use you, amen, to bring a valley alive? that was dead. 
to bring a pocket of pain into promise and prosperity, to bring people who are empty in here because they don't know Jesus Christ for the free pardon of their sins into life and new life, into health and satisfaction and true fulfillment so that they won't be chasing that rabbit down the road like a, like a greyhound running around this racetrack, not really producing anything at all, but you think you're running. You're running fast and you're running strong and you're running hard, but you're chasing after nothing. Amen, somebody. What God wants us to invest in is in the bones. These bones can live. They're like seeds that appear to be dead, but when you put them in the ground, amen, these lives that appear to be dead, if we put them in the right soil, if we get them to the right soil, if we allow them to hear the seed of the Word of God that's planted in our hearts, if we plant seeds on their mind, in their minds and their hearts, God's going to bring it to fruition. But the question is, are we consistent to make it come to pass? Are we consistent in, 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 in cashing in on the guarantee that is ours through Jesus Christ? Are we consistent like Jesus? Think about Jesus. Won't you stand all those hours? Just think how consistent and how patient and how anticipatory God is. He's still waiting on us. And he's like the father, the prodigal son. It's, you know, the, and, and the father's just waiting for the fellows who have wasted their living, living riotously, rebelliously, away from God, and he's just anticipating them coming back home. Amen. Somebody said, we got to get home. Amen. We got to get to the right soil, the soil of the kingdom, so that we can be planted, so that we can sow, so that we can reap a harvest for the kingdom. Amen. We're sowers, we're reapers, we're harvesters. Amen. And God has called us to invest in his work. I want to invite somebody to invest in him today, to connect with him today, to, to reconnect with him, to affirm or reaffirm your faith today, to say, I'm yours, Lord. You're mine. And I am thankful for you. And I'm thankful that you are thankful for me. I'm thankful that you gave your life for me and now symbolically now I give it back to you. I know it already belongs to you, but I give it back to you because I'm yours. And you're mine. I want to connect. I want to reconnect. I want to be a part of what you're doing in the world. I want to be a part of bringing to fruition this this true foliage that, that gets rid of the contaminants that's in this world. Hearts that are off base and unconnected and uncommitted. Lord, help me to be the connector. Help me to be the sower. Help me to be the cultivator. Help me, Lord God, to be the germinator of the seed. So the seed of your life might be birthed in others. Others might know you, love you, serve you, honor you with their lives, and help me to do the same. I want to invite somebody to come as we sing for a few moments, as we worship for a few moments. You're invited to come. You made a way. Yes, you do. Come on. 
Come on, come on, come on. You made a way, Lord. 